Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hey folks, it's Monty Khan. Welcome to Domain Masters. Uh, just wanted to let you know we're going to have Mark Lesnick on. We had him on a few weeks ago, about four weeks ago, and talked about... Uh, the CAC conference that was coming up in Macau, China, which we completed. And uh, Mark held a special social networking conference today that was all online, uh, kind of a virtual conference. We're going to talk to him about that. And uh, also uh, the iDate conference that's coming up at the uh, end of this month. And uh, again, touch base with uh, Mark on some online marketing tips and so on and so forth. So uh, we're going to have him on and um, also talk about some of the auction schedules that are coming up. Just so everybody knows, the uh, schedule for Domain Masters over the next couple weeks through the holidays, uh, we're going to not be doing a live show on uh, Wednesday of next week, but we will be back with a live show on the 2nd of January and uh, gearing up for our uh, internext auction, which is in uh, mid-January, then uh, the iDate uh, conference and auction, which is going to be in Miami at the uh, on the first day of February, and then, of course, rolling into the premier auction at Traffic, uh, West in Las Vegas, and then uh, the Affiliate Summit in Las Vegas. So uh, uh, we have a very busy schedule, and uh, we'll be broadcasting live uh, for the auctions and uh, also various shows in between. So with that said, uh, we're going to take a commercial break and be back on with Mark Lesnick. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Dot com. More than a name. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah, I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Uh, Mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to Revenue.com. Do you have a website? XY7.com. Would you like to convert your clicks into cash? XY7.com. Is the affiliate network that pays you daily? XY7.com. Not all website clicks are the same, but they're all worth money. XY7.com. Join today and start earning cash now. XY7.com. Has guaranteed commissions. You'll get paid even if we don't. Go to XY7.com now. Convert your website clicks to cash. SEO Rockstars. I'm assuming you're sitting there with Guinness in your hand. Actually, I'm not. Bummer. So we're going to be here today, I guess. 
I have a little Kahlua in my coffee, so at least there's some alcohol being consumed in relation to the SEO Rockstar show. SEO Rockstar. Live broadcast Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Start your search engine and set your servers into overdrive. It's WebmasterRadio.fm, steering you into the winner's circle. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, master of my domain. Here's your host. Hello, folks. Uh, thanks for getting back. Uh, it's Monty Khan, your host for Web- Domain Masters. Again, my uh, guest tonight is Mark Lesnick. He is the president of Taikorondoga Ventures. He has written articles for numerous Internet publications, as uh, has been mentioned in the New York Times, Forbes, Barron's Magazine, and was just on the show, uh, Just uh, I think we had you on four weeks ago, right, Mark? Uh, yeah, it, it was really fun, and uh, I'm glad to be back. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, we had a, we did a we did a show uh, before we headed out to Macau, China, and uh, had the domain auction out there, and um, wanted to talk to you about how uh, the first uh, Asian uh, infiltration went with uh, the affiliate marketing uh, conference that we held out there, and also the CAC auction, and also talk a little bit about the social networking conference you held today for the first time. You know, actually, we haven't spoken um, since since that event that was in Macau, China, and. Um uh, actually, uh, I, w- I wanted to hear what you thought of that place. And, and second, uh, I don't even know how the auctions did. I know you had affiliates.com and a couple other really good uh, gaming-related and affiliate-related domain names, but I don't even know how well they went. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious how they did. Well, uh, the the conference I thought was great. Um, um, uh, obviously, for a first-time conference out in uh, Asia where people had to travel from everywhere, um, you know, it wasn't as large as your other conferences. However, uh, the mix of people there was uh, was was great, and I know you picked up a lot of folks from Australia and the Asian uh, market that were both uh, from Great Britain and Australia, people that were living abroad and doing business and doing all kinds of affiliate marketing, and also uh, the casino folks. Um, I uh, met some interesting folks from um, from Africa, too, that I saw that attended uh, that are starting up uh, some Internet ventures in Kenya. I understand that they're starting to plop... Um, High-speed internet uh, um, broadband on uh, in the open um, streets, um, you know, right in the city there. So that yeah. was pretty exciting to talk to them. And so the conference went well. Uh, the auction uh, uh, did fair, uh, as you know. There was a couple auctions going on at the same time, so it was a little bit confusing yeah. for folks. But uh, the auction did fair. Um, uh, sold, uh, I think, thirty or forty names, and. Um, uh, none of the real big ones sold, but uh, we get, we definitely broke into the Asian market a little bit and excited about um, CAC in uh, Amsterdam because we're going to do our first live auction there. Um, yeah. And so uh, pretty excited about that as well. Yeah, Amsterdam Amsterdam is obviously going to be a, a, a much more uh, much more intense uh, event, uh, both for, for the event itself and, of course, for your auction because uh, the attendance is much higher. Yeah, what we had, I think, in Macau was around 200 people. Uh, keep in mind, yeah, you're right. That is a first event. That's that, but still, that was a, a pretty impressive turnout for a first event all the way out out somewhere in Asia. Um, Macau, though, like I said uh, a month ago on your radio show, watch out for that that area of the world. That is going to become. That's why I wanted to know your thoughts on it. You know, that you saw what I see. That that is going to be the Vegas of the future. Um, if it's not already, it certainly will be. Um, that, because that's where that's where that's where it's all heading. 
that's what I saw. Um, but yeah, they're they're actually um, they're they're actually. Uh, I talked to somebody. They're they're constructing almost forty hotels and resorts all at the same time there it, uh, it, across yeah, both when islands. We, when we were there, when we were there, obviously that. Well, I was there in 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 Macau two years ago, and that whole area where we have the conference. I I, I forgot the the Kotai Peninsula. It's called the Kotai Peninsula. It was just basically farmland, and you know, really it was nothing. And now that's becoming the equivalent of the Las Vegas Strip. So you're watching all that construction going on. That didn't even exist two years ago. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is a rapid growth area. Yeah, definitely. I, I was impressed with, uh, with Macau and, of course, more so with Hong Kong. It was my first time in the Far East. Okay. And, um, you know, Macau to me was um, still, it was like Vegas back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, before it got going. Um, you yep. know, I know they had the they have the old part where the Lisboa, the Grand Lisboa is, and some of those hotels. But right where the Venetian is, uh, which is across the bridge, um, in that new strip area that they're building, you know, the Sands Group is building, uh, finishing out the Venetian. I think to make it the largest hotel in the in the world. I think over six thousand rooms, and then right behind it will be the City Center, which is what they're building in Vegas, right between the Venetian and the Bellagio Hotel. I think now. And that's going to be a huge resort. And then, of course, all the other resorts and casinos that are going up. The MGM is just getting finished, and yeah. um, the Sands has a huge hotel there already. So you're right. I, and, and from what I can see, it's going to be larger than Vegas. And, of course, uh, we all know the Asians just love to gamble, and the they were filled in the room. But one thing <laughs> I was interested in, um, and I wonder if you were, if you noticed, is that, did you get up on the floor to gamble at all in the casino? Well, I, you I, really didn't, I, I was too tired. I was too busy working, so I really didn't even get time to do that. Um, but I, I walked through the casino hall. Um, so there's such a cultural and, difference uh, between casinos here and the people, I guess, and, and yes. casinos there. So you walk into the main casino, and it's almost as quiet, so quiet you can hear a pin drop. That's the, true. The, the uh, don't cheer slot machine. When, when you win. Yeah, the slot machines don't make any noises, hardly. Uh, they spit out mm-hmm. cards, not coins, so you never hear the coins yeah. drop to the bottom. And um, although there was groups of people gathered around their friends at various baccarat tables and uh, some other types of tables, uh, there was no um, there was no craps that I saw. There was no some of the you know there's no poker tables, those kinds of things. And they love to play uh, you know a lot of uh, blackjack and a lot of uh, uh, baccarat for sure. But very little cheering, very little you know a lot more reserved and more conservative and not a lot of noise. And so, you know, it's just, it's just weird because I, I had to go to Vegas three days after, uh, after that show and you walk into the casino and it's loud and noisy and people are yelling and having fun and, you know, all that stuff. It was just two completely it's a different, different cultures. World. And, and getting back to webmasters, that, that was the whole point of this event, that, that we wanted to make it clear, look, there is a different culture out there. There's a totally different uh, mentality. There are different games. There are different everything. And we do, we obviously, we run a very uh, significant gaming show in Amsterdam. Uh, the casino affiliate convention gets about 1,000 people. And these affiliates have been, uh, the affiliates, uh, which represent about half the attendance or more, uh, they're very interested in, in obviously, other markets. Uh, the reason why we did the one in Asia was to to basically illustrate exactly that that there is a different cultural differences, different games people play, different different uh, uh, things that people do, and that's that was the whole point of that. So you you're, you're basically verifying what we already thought, and that was the whole point of the event. So I and you had um, you had some very uh, good uh, speakers and people obviously targeted for that market. Um, just summarize, you know, a couple of the guys that you had speaking um, and uh, some of their significance in that marketplace and why it was important for those people that missed that event to attend that. Yep. Um, just give an example. One company, even non-gaming, if you were interested in non-gaming, being a non-gaming affiliate, there's a really good company that is called Adways, A-D-W-A-Y-S. 
adways.com, and they specialize in Japan and China. And they, so they do affiliate marketing for Japan and China. And, uh, you know, we had, we had the CEO of that company there, really nice guy to talk to. Uh, we also had, obviously, a lot of gaming companies with their affiliate programs very interested in the region, and we also had uh, other people that are based out of that part of the world that that's what they do, whether it's affiliate marketing or their, uh, um, the, whether, whether they were other uh, affiliates, that is webmasters, or uh, um, just, just uh, software or all sorts of things. It was, it was a pretty good event in that regard. I still have yet to put the video and the photos up on the website. I've been too busy with this uh, virtual conference that I'm working on today. So... Yeah, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about um, what happened today. And uh, today was a kind of a brown, a groundbreaking event for you uh, with this um, online social networking conference. Um, talk a little bit about the significance of this conference. And I, and I know you're going to probably have it um, uh, again and bigger and better, and it's going to keep getting bigger and better. But talk about why it was significant, why, what what made it uh, what made it uh, newsworthy, and uh, what the plans are for the future in that. Well, we like doing things that people haven't done before. That's uh, one of the things that uh, our company, uh, if you work for our company, it's one of the uh, uh, banes of our existence, but at the same time it's also an enjoyment. We do things no one else has ever done in, in places no one's ever done before. And uh, basically uh, we've been doing uh, both the, the Internet dating conference we've been doing for five years now, and we also did the, uh, we're doing the social networking conference as well. And uh, we have a big event uh, taking place in Miami, uh, which gets the executives in the online dating industry. We also get the executives in the social networking industry. We don't get that many webmasters. We get a few of them, but it's mostly the owners of the dating and the social networking sites, as well as uh, some mobile and some high-tech uh, guys, as well as venture cap guys come. So that's what we had there. One of the common complaints I received, not only at that event, but other events, was that people want to come to these conferences, and they, they want to know who's there in advance. And one of the things we can't do is give out the list. That's just not something we do. Um, so it kind of makes it hard. You show up at an event, there's hundreds of people. You don't know who's everyone there. You want to meet as many people as you can. So what, uh, finally, the technology finally came around, and uh, we worked with our silver sponsor, that's Pringo Networks, um, Pringo, uh, which is actually, I think it's P-R-I-N-G-O dot com, Pringo dot com. They, uh, uh, they, they have the ability, they run basically social networking software. They came to us and said, okay, well, look, you know, we'd like to host this thing. So we decided to do a virtual conference. That is, uh, you could be sitting at your desk in your office, and it's running for right now for another hour. It ends at 8 o'clock. Uh, we might extend it another few extra minutes, but that's about it. It's, it's another about 40 minutes from now, and then it's over. And uh, basically, it's a, uh, it's a virtual conference, and you can uh, um, see who else is in the industry that's there. You can, uh, video, you can, the really cool thing is you can video chat with them. If you both have the, uh, webcams, you can start video chatting with each other. You can obviously text chat or audio chat with each other. Uh, you can send messages with people. Um, we have a general chat room, like a Java chat room, that's pretty active right now. People are in there talking away. And um, basically, that's it. The idea is if you're planning on coming to Miami, you're thinking about coming to Miami's conference, which is at the end of January, uh, if you were thinking about going to that event, well, then you can go here to this site and, and uh, see if you like it and uh, meet whoever is, whoever is online now and, and uh, uh, pre-plan your meetings in advance. And that's what we have. The website for that, for those of you listeners, it's, um, uh, I'll give you the short version so it's just easier. SNC, that's Sam, uh, Social Networking Conference. Uh, it's either, you can go to either socialnetworkingconference.com, which is long spelled that way, or SNC, Social Networking Conference, SNC2008.com. 
and you'll see right there on the main page. Just click here to go to the virtual conference, and as long as you do it before 8 o'clock, you can get in there and see some of the people that are online now and start talking to them. Now, does it go on tomorrow, too, or is it just today? No, it's just we ran it from 12 hours. It ran from 8 a.m. this morning to 8 p.m. Uh, total amount of people I think that have logged in, according to Pringo, is somewhere on the order of around 500 people throughout the day. Um, and, you know, at, at, at no given point in time where there are 500 people online at once. But throughout the day, between people logging in and then going away, there were 500 people. Um, what was really cool about it was, as I said, you could... You know, you could log in, and you don't have to sit there and be proactive. You can choose one of two uh, two paths. You could be proactive. You can actually try and talk to other people, or you could be passive. You can kind of just sit back and see if people want to talk to you. And you, meanwhile, you tr you choose to be passive. You can still answer phone calls and make e send out emails to people and work on other uh, projects you're working on. So you're not glued to the screen looking at a website. And that's the idea. But we only wanted to make it for one day so that way, you know, the people in the business can, can communicate with each other and at the same time do work. Um, right. That was it. Right. And um, um, are, are you going to do that, that type of virtual conference like that a couple times a year? Or are you going to just keep it once a year? Or is this just, was this just an experiment for you or you're, well, you're into it? I, well, we talked with Pringo, and um, the idea was originally it was going to be roll the dice. Let's see if it works, and you know that's what we like doing. You know, let's just give it a shot, and if it's great, it's great. If it's, if it's bad, then we'll just tuck our head down and say sorry. You know, bad idea. Uh, but it ended up being, as I said, a huge success. We think uh, it, it, you know, it, it turned out to be a lot better than I expected. And everyone seems to be really happy. They're even telling me they want to have one again. I asked if we want to have one a week before the event just to see if, you know, people want to just again meet with each other online before the event for just, you know, one day a week before. And they want to do it. So we're, we're going to look at that. We'll review that. But, yeah, we want, it, we want to have that. That'll be uh, two or three times a year, again, before major events. For the online casino industry, definitely we want to have one. That'll be a hugely attended event. Uh, prior to uh, CAC, um, yeah, that, yeah, for sure, there'll be a lot of people there. So that that we're also uh, projecting as well. Uh, plan on doing that. Now um, you're you're um, you're really getting in. The, you you expanded iDate to include the social networking um, uh, part of this now, which was very smart because obviously, with the um, popularity of Facebook and uh, MySpace and all the date all the online dating sites and everything that's going on in the industry. Uh, how successful they're being, and of course, Demand Media and their plans. That's uh, Richard Rosenblatt's new uh, new venture. Um, talk a little bit about where you see this today and where you see this in the future. I mean, are we all going to be online, meeting people, hanging out with people, and uh, basically expressing ourselves like this? Is that is this a, is this a fad in your opinion, or is this something that's going to be this is going to be like the biggest thing uh, on the internet uh, to come? Well, I don't know necessarily biggest thing to come, but I do know. There are certain things that happen on the web that fundamentally change the way uh, fundamentally change the way you use the web, and it may morph over time. But the bottom line is, you still use that basic raw application. Some of the things have been there for a long time; they just took a different you know, took a different shape. Social networking has been on the net since the earliest days of the net. Uh, before even the net really was the net, it was the BBSs, you know, these little dial-up, you know, the sites you go into. That that was that was social networking way back when. These BBS BBS systems, you know, as I said, it's just taken a different form, a different uh, look to it. But it's it's raw elements has been there for forever. Um, as far as it, it's interesting, I mean, uh, the last three or four months for me 
has been a learning in terms of myself of things that I, businesses that I've looked at and going, okay, this is where the future is going to be. And now I kick myself going, wow, I knew that three, four years ago, and now it came to pass. And I knew it looking at it back then. So to give you an example, social networking um, from the MySpace and the Facebook standpoint, if you're looking at it purely from a consumer standpoint, that is, let's say you're a webmaster and you have a, a website that purely focuses on, let's say, music or, or, or movies or something like that, you know, and all you have is just general consumers using the site, um, you, your, your revenue model is going to be based on advertising only, I mean, for the most part. And right. in which case, you know, you could have a problem with that. Your whole issue, and again, this is what I learned from the casino industry. Again, I don't mean to plug my conferences, but if you if you go to the casino affiliate conventions that I have, you'll meet some of the sharpest people there. These guys really are good at evaluating businesses, and you'll you really get get a really good good feel on this. And these guys, they they monitor everything. They monitor the conversion of every single click. And one of the things I've learned is that these guys really don't advertise much on online, online social networking sites, and the reason why is they don't convert. And if your model is, if your business model is based upon, you know, advertising dollars only, and those those advertisers are not converting into sales, your conversion rates are not high. Right. You're going to have a problem in the long run because there's going to be a day you're going to have to pay that piper. These guys are going to turn around and go, hey, I'm stopping advertising. I'm pumping money in one direction, and it's not coming back. And, and they're going to cut you off. And it's either you go, quote, unquote, find another sucker to do it, or you, know, you have to change your business model. So for the, for the consumer level, that's an issue. However, the one thing, and I knew this four years ago, I mean, I remember when I first looked at social networking four years ago, there's there's online dating, which is a profitable business model. There's basically what you can call consumer social networking, or, or, or uh, uh, um, not formal, but uh, uh, casual social networking. People just want to be friends or just talking to each other. And then there's a third element, very small element, but but growing, and that's the business social networking sites like LinkedIn and Facebook to some degree. Facebook has tried to c- decided to compete in with LinkedIn to a, to a large degree. Um, there are some other sites like that. Um, um, I can't. My mind just slipped. I can't remember some of the names. But the thing is, it's not what you know. I think is another one. There are basically these sites that are based on business, and those sites. The difference there is a really successful one is not going to charge a monthly fee. They're going to charge an annual fee, and a business is going to pay that annual fee. So instead of charging twenty dollars a month, they're going to charge two hundred, three hundred dollars a month. And if you've got enough users. Two hundred or three hundred dollars a month, or two hundred. Oh, sorry, not a month. A excuse year. me, a year, a year. Yeah, mistake, right, right, right. And so, in other words, instead of like online dating, the, the issues that they face in online dating is retention. That the the user will be online on average from three to four months and then gone. Well, if you're charging twenty dollars a month, three months, all right, that's 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 uh, three months at twenty dollars, it's sixty dollars. If it's four months, it's eighty dollars. So, in other words, that person will bring you in revenue sixty to eighty dollars, and that's it. You're done. And then you're begging to keep them on board. Well, in, in business social networking, it's $200, and that's a year. And guess what? Next year, you, if you're using the site, you've got to renew. There's no answer for a buzz. So that's, that's, a pretty strong, that's a pretty strong element, and it's also higher revenue. And I knew this three, four years ago. And in retrospect, 
you know, I kind of go, wow, I really knew that. And, and I really, really, really knew that. And I never bothered making a business social networking site. There were so few. It was a, there were only like three or four. And now they're starting to really spring up a lot of them. Now I think if I threw my hat in the ring, I'd be too late. But maybe, maybe not. But I, I, I didn't do it. You know, I, I realized, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I, I realized I should have done it then, and I didn't. And it's one of those things where, you know, business social networking, watch it, will make more money in terms of revenue than the online dating industry, than the, the, the normal casual social networking industry. That will be the biggest of them all. Right, right. And, of course, everybody, get, you know, um, underestimated how big a Facebook or a MySpace would be because most of the people on, well, at least most of the people who were on MySpace were underage, did not, could not do credit card transactions, couldn't really buy anything. It was more of a pre, you know, pre-spending money on the web type uh, phenomena. But once you get your social profile together and it becomes uh, viral and everybody starts seeing what you've done and they try to be more creative and they start doing stuff, of course that grew virally and then you start earning people's business um, at that time before they start spending money and then you can earn their business as they continue through maturity and, you know, spend more money when they start spending money on the web. Well, it's kind of funny, you know, you mentioned it because actually, again, on today's... um on today's uh, virtual conference, we had a general chat room going on, and Marcus Friend, the CEO of Plenty of Fish, he's in there, and he was talking away, and we were talking about MySpace. And apparently he was saying that there are bots that go into MySpace and just generate fake profiles. By, you know, one of them, he says, generating, quote-unquote, in the millions. Um, and I asked oh, really? why. Yeah, I said, well, why would you want to create a bot to create all these fake profiles in create all these fake profiles. It just makes no sense. And he explained that uh, the reason why is you're promoting your site or you're promoting your product. And then it made sense. So for these free websites, again, that's going to be a problem in the long run. That's going to affect their credibility. With a business website, if it's not free, in other words, you have to pay an upfront fee to get in, right. those bots ain't going to work. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, it's, it's interesting. You, 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 when you spoke about LinkedIn, uh, that is, that is, you know, kind of a that is a business social networking, you know, networking site, and it is very, very popular. A lot of people use it, and yeah. it's not like MySpace and Facebook, but it certainly is a um, a very powerful network uh, and something that um, you know it's it's worth a lot of money because of all the members. I, I, I forgot how many members they have in that network, but uh, it's huge. I think last I looked, it was four million, but it might be higher. It might be eight million, and I know I I have a lot of links to that. I think I'm uh, I think I have access to about two million people, and uh, one or two million people somewhere in that range. We use it as a research tool, um, very many different levels. We use it to find exhibitors. We use it to find uh, speakers for our events. Uh, it's a very valuable research tool for any business. Uh, the, the key is basically getting as many contacts as possible, and there are a couple of guys. Uh, that are just behemoths. That you know, they got, they got, they just went in there and just connected to everybody. And there's one guy I know. He's connected to like his. He's immediately connected to something on the order of ten thousand people. So you find that guy and you're set. <laughs> yeah. He'll connect with well, anyone. You know, you know so when you just I connect um, with him and you're done. When I uh, did did the talk at uh, at CAC um, at, in front of your audience, um, we talked a little bit in the audience about you know the dynamics of the internet not only expanding because there's new people getting on, but this. The dyna- the, what's creating more and more people getting online, at least from the younger generation, is the social networking sites and that, that whole industry segment. Because, you know, our kids are getting on the web 
like we never were able to get on the web, and they're learning how to generate content and websites, and um, they have access to you know their parents' computer, and even getting their own computers at very early ages. I mean, even my my six-year-old is uh, spending two days a week at his school on a computer, and they're supposed to get laptops. I think when they're in fourth grade, um, you know, to start doing stuff. There's web development classes when they're in um, you know elementary school, um, all kinds of stuff where they can create their own website, and so are the audience, you know, the audience or the um, marketing audience to a business now is at the very earliest of ages and at the very oldest ages now because of older generations getting on as well. You know, yeah. as we move up the the chain and get older, there's going to be 100% penetration on the web where there's only eight, uh, 20 or 30% on the web of the generation ahead of us. Um, and then there's going to be 100 people 100 of people on the web and then and then plus all the people getting on the web every day the market's going to be huge and the opportunity for that market and earning customers at very early ages just like Hershey's does at when they you know get candy bars sold at uh, counters in the grocery stores and then all of a sudden you start feeding your kids Hershey's chocolate because you grew up on Hershey's chocolate and then all of a sudden you start feeding them you know if you're General Mills you're feeding them other types of products that, you know, for cereals and everything, and you just grow into that generation and generation and start using those products and services for generations to come. And that's the mm -hmm. same concept. That's what's happening to the web, only it's exponentially bigger. <laughs> okay. Well, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, no, Hershey's doesn't have to do it just as, a, as being sarcastic. Hershey's doesn't have to do what they did in Africa back in the 70s. So, you know, I, I, they, they basically put a chemical in there which made you addicted to their, uh, to their, their chocolate, but they couldn't sell that in America. They put it in African countries and stuff like that. So. Oh, I never even but heard they, of that before. But. Yeah, they did that. They did that. And uh, anyway, the, uh, the, what do you call it? The, uh, um, uh, but in the States, they don't have to do that anymore. Now they just use the Internet. So, yeah, I well, I think the Internet uh, is, is, is it's addicting already. So, uh, yeah. But, well, but, anyway, yeah, um, the, um, yeah. so the, the real, no, the real event, the, uh, which is iDate, yeah. I did. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you about the dates the, uh, and everything. Well, the dates are January 31st and February 1st, which is Thursday and a Friday, and that's going to be in uh, Miami Beach, uh, down at the Miami Beach Convention Center. Uh, the website for that is uh, idate, I-D-A-T-E, 2008.com, or uh, SNC Social Networking Conference. That's SNC 2008.com, and uh, either site you can take a look at. Two, there are two different agendas, obviously, but they share the same exhibit hall. Moniker, we know, is uh, exhibiting. And I had a question for you, actually. We're having, we decided for this one also, we're, again, another first. No one's ever done this one. We're having a, a domain auction. We're having a live domain auction at the end of the event at 5.30 to 7 o'clock on the 1st. And, yep. uh, but this one's going to consist of social networking and online dating domain names, which no one's ever auctioned off before. So what kind of domain names you got? Because I don't even know what you got. Well, we're still compiling the list, um, but okay. we do have a number of submissions for that. Matter of fact, uh, the response to the iDate um, conference in terms of number of submissions was greater than what we had at PubCon um, and Webmaster World, which is um, That's pretty insane. remarkable because it's a big, yeah. bigger event with several thousand people that come down. You know, um, okay. so so what was interesting is that a lot of people, I guess, because of the popularity of MySpace and Facebook and all the stuff, a lot of people started collecting all kinds of social and dating stuff, and you know, eHarmony and, and the, just the popularity of all that stuff. And oh, so, so you got uh, every space dot com domain name you can imagine, basically. Well, so, some, but I mean, we would never put up anything that's um, that's uh, 
you know, anything that's trademarked or anything like that. But right, I think you limited to 2,000, correct? There's a ton of networking, dating type domain names, and I couldn't even give you a teaser list right now because we're still piling through the list. But you got um, enough. There'll be some really right. good names, and of course, as a first-time event, you're breaking into a market that uh, people never did that before. They never sat in an auction room and bought names for their organization or protect their identity or started a new website by buying a name at an auction. So our expectations are to open up people's eyes, introduce um, some some really good domain names at good prices, let the market decide what they're worth at that conference. And, uh, you know, you have, what, several hundred people that come to that conference, right? Yeah, we, we were expecting we're expecting close to 500, I think, when it's all started. Okay, so 500, possibly so, more. so a couple hundred people will be in the room for sure, and uh, it should be yep. interesting. And, so, and then the next year when we do it again or the next location, it will get bigger and people will be more used to raising the paddle and doing it again and uh, – that's the key, is opening up some of these niche markets, providing them something that they never had the opportunity to purchase before, and then seeing you know, what everybody else is doing and what the market's saying about it. And if people really, truly believe in the online power of the Internet and their online brand, they'll buy the names. And, well, the uh, names, I've always, I agree with you. The, the, the dot-com name, is that's everything. If you've got a crappy dot-com name, it's, it's not going anywhere. You, you're not going anywhere, or at least it's a lot harder to go somewhere. Um, and if you get a really good good dot com name with uh, certainly under seven characters, you're you're doing really well. Right, but, and you um, and you have done a great job of protecting your brands. Uh, maybe just talk about that just for a second before before we sign off. But you've made sure you've covered your conferences and your brands so that you locked up the market. So you're you're pr- practicing what you preach. You're you're not only uh, you know uh, breaking new grounds online and in in these niche markets to to bring online communities together, but you're actually protecting your identity online and know the importance of your domain names. Yeah, well, obviously, we recognize if we do a conference in a particular industry, uh, you know, there, use a thesaurus. That's my first recommendation for anybody out there. A thesaurus is your best friend when you're looking at dot-com names because one of the things you want to do is grab as many domain names as possible to protect your identity. Um, and so, you know, like for example, social networking, there's social network, there's social networks. Uh, there's different ways to say conference. There's convention. There's uh, things like that. So we, we, we have a lot of different words we look at, and we make sure we get, you know, as many as possible, if not all, and to make it, you know, hey, look, you want to go compete with me, best of luck, pal, because whatever name you're going to have is going to be pretty rough. And by the time you've decided, especially if I've got into the market, I, I've pretty much you know, decimated the market with the name. They they all know that name. It's you're going to have a tough time. So that's what you want to do as well. Anybody that's out there to, to got their websites, you just want to make absolutely certain. And even if you're not, even if you're not, uh, you know, buying a, a pre-owned domain name through an auction. I mean, even go to a site like Moniker and just start, you know, doing just doing searches. Um, that used to be a uh, still exists. It used to be a really good site called domainsurfer.com, which basically you can you can type in the name of the domain name, and it will, uh, without the .com, you just type in, let's say, I don't know, for example, uh, shoes, and it will show you all the domains that were registered with the word shoes in it. And you could start it, you could pretend it with a carrot, uh, which is a shift six key, and it'll start you anything with, show you anything that starts with the word shoes, which is good. You can get your ideas and stuff like that on what domains to own and whatnot. You can't purchase anything there. You just do it as research. The problem is I think the way the Internet, the internet changed after a certain date, uh, the way these domain registrars work. And so you'll only get the domains that were registered from that date and prior. And so you will not see uh, anything like in 2007 that was registered. So it kind of... It's limiting, unfortunately. It was a really great site, 
uh, as far as uh, it used to be a really great site. If there ever is a site like that, man, I'll, I'll be all over that. Um, it's great for ideas. It also you know, saves you time when you're typing searches. It'll tell you what's already been taken, so you don't have to bother looking for it. But as I said, yeah, you want to get as many of the names as possible that 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 that, that uh, uh, state what you got. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, anything else you'd like to add before we sign off with you? Um, yeah, just just a recommendation again for those that are considering this auction down in uh, that we're doing this dating and social networking. Uh, don't be so turned off by. It. I mean, we do get we do get a lot of big firms there, like Microsoft, and, and and even MySpace has shown up at some of these events in the past. But generally, what I found is the big big firms, the big companies that come down, they probably and no offense to you, they're not going to bid. Uh, the people are probably not authorized to bid. So what you'll see bidding there will not be the big companies. It'll be these other uh, entrepreneurs and ex- other executives at other firms. Um, you know, and those those might be lesser in numbers. So I, I think you might anybody that's out there that's looking to bid, you might get a pretty good chance at getting some pretty good names at a, at a discount. I think, however, you know, as you as you mentioned, as as these companies realize the value of some of these domain names, uh, they're going to start realizing next year or the following year, you know, if we continue to do this, that basically, hey, we need to bid on these moniker auctions because you know we need to get a piece of it. So I think this one coming up in Miami, you know, any of these any of these entrepreneurs that webmasters, you know, looking for a good domain name in the social networking or online dating space, I think now's a really good chance to get a really good buy, you know, for something that's good that's out there. I think as time progresses after that, it's going to be really hard because this is the first the first time we're doing it. So a lot of these guys, I don't want to say they're going to be caught off guard, but uh, I don't think a lot of the people in the industry recognize the value uh, of of what it is you're going to auction at this event uh, uh, come in January. Yeah, well, and we'll also have online bidding. Um, uh, we'll have some on- we'll have online bidding and also uh, telephone bidding available. So uh, people um, who did not make it for whatever reason, or some of those big bosses, may be uh, online bidding. You know, you never know. One interesting large sale that occurred um, at our not uh, not the last traffic event, but the traffic before that in New York is that we sold seniors.com uh, for $1.8 million to uh, FriendFinder, which, of course, uh, those of you that don't know who FriendFinder is, is uh, the largest dating site on the web. Um, they're actually bigger than Match.com. And uh, FriendFinder was just sold to uh, Penthouse for $500 million last week, uh, or actually amazing. on Monday. Yep. Uh, on Monday. So some people so, are still uh, trying to understand that because Penthouse doesn't have five hundred million dollars. Yeah, well, so we're trying uh, to figure that the, out. <laughs> the, the, the owners of Penthouse pulled that uh, company out of uh, bankruptcy. They obviously they obviously made uh, or, or generated um, um, some interest among some investors and did uh, a part cash, part stock transaction, and it looks like they're looking to go public. So um, um, the the deal is is that. Uh, it looks like uh, they're going to use it as a platform to go public. And from what I understand, the uh, seniors.com name was uh, was a big part of uh, you know the, some of the reasons why they were buying that name. Of course, they have a huge social network uh, of members already part of that. But just imagine when you're um, in our generation and the generation behind us and you're seniors and you lost your spouse or you want to find out what's going on from a social standpoint and you're a senior, you're going to go to seniors.com and find out what's going on. Uh, so you know what? They're, they're, domain I, name. Yep. Again, domain name. Give you an example. Another one, even an extremely valuable domain name, is assisted living. If you start, you know, any any of the people that are looking at older generations, I mean, assisted living. Just just once you start learning about what that whole business is like and that whole market is like, the company that owns that domain name has perhaps, I'd say, that's even worth more than seniors. 
um, that is a very valuable domain name, and it's long, but it's 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 amazing uh, when you learn yeah, about that sure. market. There are certain markets that once you if you've got that domain name, that's it. You you're just set. You're set. Well, great. Okay. Well, Mark, uh, we really appreciate your time again uh, in a short period of time. Uh, had you on two times in like four or five weeks, and uh, it's yeah. really great. You're doing some great things on the web and breaking new grounds with some of this uh, with with your conferences and getting. Um, um, and you're you're also going to do another new conference uh, for the gaming community, but it's not for the gamblers. It's going to be for the um, the other types of games, which are the non-gambling games. You're going to have a, a conference in Las Vegas. Is that correct? Yeah, it's called skill gaming. Skill gaming. Which skill now the definition. Go through the definition of this, and then we'll wind up. But the definition of a skill game is is uh, uh, is what you have uh, to have two or three components uh, of a. Well, to make something gambling, you need three components. Uh, that would be um, basically prize, meaning you win something, consideration, you pay for something, and chance, meaning there's an act of randomness to it. So you remove any one of those three elements, any one of them you remove, by the law, you do not have gambling. Okay? So a game of blackjack uh, is considered a gambling because there's, you pay to play the blackjack, you win if you get 21, and there's a chance. They flip a card, so you don't know what the card's going to be. So uh, that's, that's the element of chance. So skill gaming removes chance from the equation. And you may sit there and perplex going, what the heck is going to remove chance from the equation? Well, I'll give you an example. You play a game like oh, Unreal Tournament or a game like Doom or even any of the games that you played growing up, whether it be Centipede or Millipede or, you know, uh, or Pac-Man or any of those games. Right, so That's based game on based skill. On, they're based on skill. You, you know, you and I play against each other. If you played Pac-Man more than I did growing up, you're going to beat me. You know, it's just that's, that's what it is. You're, you're a skill-based player. And uh, now that's no longer the, the element of chance has been removed from that. Now it's skill. Therefore, by the eyes of the law, uh, not just the United States, but uh, pretty much almost every jurisdiction in the world, that is considered not gambling. That is considered legal. So this, this conference will be focusing on that. Again, I make predictions of things that's going to take place three years ago and sort of going back, uh, sorry, predictions of things that will take place three years from now, sort of similar to, like I said, about business social networking, mark my words, you know, next year that will be big. But uh, I'm making a prediction here, skill gaming will exceed online gambling. In revenue, it is that huge. It will be that big, and uh, we, we want to be as far as you know. We want to be involved in that industry, and so that's uh, we have a whole slew of websites, and one of them is the Skill Gaming Conference, and the other is Skill Gaming Business. We're looking at doing one in in uh, um, uh, in July, and that will be on the weekend in July in uh, uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, and and ironically, uh, the Skill Gaming um, segment is a very big network social networking community because they all log in and play Doom, and they're on each other's computers, and it is a social uh, networking kind of gathering uh, online, and, uh, and it's, 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 it's probably in the same category almost. If you want to see really an idea of the future, again, these are not customers of mine yet. <laughs> I think eventually they will be. They're not paying me to promote this, but check out SkillGround, SkillGround.com. Uh, there are a few things. I've been, again, an online casino, online gaming business for a while. There are very few things that I see that get me really excited as far as gaming software is concerned. I was, I was very impressed, uh, really impressed uh, with SkillGround. Uh, they basically hired the guys from Unreal Tournament, and they just said, okay, go and make these different games. The quality of those games are insane. Uh, and uh, the, they're, making, uh, they're producing revenue, and they actually have an affiliate program. 
and my understanding, the affiliates are doing really well. So if you're looking at a really new, you know, just literally an industry coming right out of just its eggshell now, uh, an affiliate can do really well at. That's one example. There's lots of other skill gaming uh, businesses. I think uh, uh, CasinoCity.com is a good directory of, of skill gaming. I think you look up skill gaming sites at uh, Casino City, and they'll they'll show you different uh, other other uh, affiliate programs you can join. But SkillGround, in terms of the software, what they have, it is so amazing. Uh, and one of the things they are starting now to implement is exactly like you said, a second life sort of element to these games. So, for example, if you're playing a game similar to uh, Battlefield, you can now dress up your, uh, your soldier the way you want to have them dressed up. Uh, you, you obviously use your name, whatever it is, that's your username, but you can dress them up the way you want. Um, uh, same thing with the Unreal Tournament type game. And then the, the big revenue maker is a golf game that they have. And then th- that's, that's crazy, that golf game. They've got a lot of users online with that. And then again, the same thing, you can dress up the golf uh, player the way you want to dress them up and use whatever clubs you want to use or whatever it is or have whatever it is you want to have uh, customized. So uh, that's that's where it's going. You're, you're absolutely right about that. That's going to be yeah. gigantic. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, Mark, I look forward to seeing you at the uh, at the end of January at uh, iDate and um, and also holding the first iDate auction. And uh, I know we'll be talking before then and getting ready and get set up and appreciate everything that you've done and contributed on the web and I look forward to participating in your future events as well. Yep, and like I said, anybody who's listening that wants to go to the virtual conference, like I said, we're going to wrap it up probably in about a half an hour, well, about 15 minutes at socialnetworkingconference.com and you'll see the link for the virtual event. You can see at least who's uh, who's on the site now and, and just, uh, uh, you know, go and, go, and, uh, uh, go, and, go and meet some of the people online that are going to be online for the next 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, definitely click up there and join and go see what's going on in the last 15 minutes, and um, and then I'm sure we'll have another one. All right, all right Mark, a lot, we'll take Ronnie. care, and ha- happy holidays to you. You too, and happy holidays to all your listeners. Yeah, have a happy and safe one, okay? Thank and you happy very New much. Year. Okay, all right, take, take care. care. Bye. Thanks again to Mark Lesnick, and uh, just a reminder, we will not be on next week. Uh, we'll be uh, There'll be a rerun running, but um, our folks at webmasterradio.fm will pick the best uh, show for you, and we will be back on live on January the 2nd. Live auctions coming up will be internext on the 15th of January, live from Las Vegas at the Palms Hotel and Casino. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, iDate, of course, which uh, we just spoke about, which will be uh, February the 1st in Miami at the Miami Convention Center. And then uh, traffic, which uh, we're real excited about at the Venetian Resort uh, in February. And then we're back in Vegas at the end of February for Affiliate Summit. So uh, for those of you that want to submit names for auctions, go to moniker.com, hit the auctions tab, you can see the scheduled of auctions events, and then you can send your submissions to sales at moniker.com. With that said, have a great holiday and a happy new year and a Merry Christmas. And we will see you after the new year on webmasterradio.fm on Domain Masters. Be the master of your domain. Take care.